Hi, friend. My name is Amy Joy, and this is the Make Pro Beautiful podcast. Bob and I like doing occasional 21-day intensive prayer times. Also, maybe you could call them a time of fasting, though not everybody fasts, and certainly most of us don't do a complete fast. So we lead our community in a 21-day fast in January, and we also lead one in August. And the August one is kind of like We like to think about it as like the halftime of the year, even though it's not literally halftime. It's kind of one semester is gone. The next semester is about to start. And so if you think about kind of (laughs) the summer months as being a very extended (laughs) halftime, we're at the end of the extended halftime. And so I loved a particular question that someone asked related to the fast or related to this time of intensive prayer. Because the reality is we each get to do what the Lord calls us to do. And this question was, I'm pre-diabetic, so I already have to follow a pretty strict diet. But in January, I felt like the Lord asked me to give up some of my treats that I really enjoy. In this case, think about something like uh, sugar-free chocolate, something like that. And and then it also allowed her to lose some weight. But then she got to the end and was kind of like, oh, was that cheating? You know, should I be happy about this result? Or am I now dealing with mixed motives? If I'm fasting, should I really just be, you know, kind of pure in my desires and do something that maybe wouldn't have any health benefits? I mean, anyway, it's it's such a good question, right? It's so good. And so... I love that the Lord is not the God of or, but he's the God of and. And so in this case, it's not like, well, you should either fast for your health or you should fast for godliness, but you can't do both. Because the reality is, the scripture is so beautiful when you think about John saying, I pray that in all things you may prosper and be in good health, even as your soul prospers. That's third John verse two. It's beautiful. It's a beautiful passage. And then as I think about different testimonies through the ages, one of my favorite is out of the book, The Hiding Place. And I talk about this pretty often because it's truly one of my favorite stories. So Corey Tenboom and her sister Betsy were in a concentration camp. They weren't getting enough to eat. I think the Nazis had sort of optimized their workforce. So it was like, if we feed you this many calories, you'll be able to sustain working for us for a certain amount of time, and then we'll kill you. And so very insidious and horrible, but in any case, that was the situation they were dealing with. And while they were dealing with this extended time of not enough to eat, there was a day that Betsy said, oh my goodness, Corey, we can treat this as a fast unto the Lord. And Corey was like, oh my goodness, we should totally do that. And so they began to offer their meager portions to the Lord as a fast. And they said, (laughs) it's amazing, from that point on, they started to see breakthrough in their barracks, breakthrough in that camp that they had not seen yet. That doesn't make any sense in the natural because they had been eating the same amount of food before and after they started treating these meals as a fast unto the Lord. And yet there was a part where the Lord took that offering and he received it. (laughs) It's amazing. And so I was talking to one of my clients recently, and they are 
dealing with just a time where they're like, okay, we, we do need to actually be better about our food. So they're on a, a diet of some sort. And it's not overly fun, <laughs> especially for people who like hospitality. You know, these times of restrictions are really not very fun. And I said, you know, you could also treat this as a fast where every time you're like, oh my word, do I really have to eat this prepackaged granola bar or whatever the case may be? And instead of saying, oh, well, that's all there is to it to say, Lord, I thank you that you care about my body and then treat it as a fast. Give that to the Lord and say, I'm hungry, Lord, but I'm, I'm receiving what you're giving me. I'm like, I'm asking that you would move in my life and in the lives of my family in the lives of my community, in the lives of the people that I care about. That is awesome that the Lord offers that to us. And so basically my encouragement to you is if you have to diet for some reason, especially for medical reason, then use that as a fast to the Lord. If, and you know, it's so precious. One of the things that is beautiful to me is at one point, I don't remember where I heard this, but I, I think I've actually heard it several different places. Uh, now that I think about it, it might have been Perry Marshall who started, who said this the first time. But in any case, what he said was, fasting is the only scientifically proven way of extending your life. And if you think about it, it's free. <laughs> you don't have to buy anything. You just have to not eat for a while. And that's not overly fun, but it does help your body process through toxins and other unpleasant things. And there's different ways of doing it. But my point is that one of the gifts that the Lord gives to his people when they're faithful is that he extends their lives. (laughs) And I'm going to say this not as like, well, I knew somebody who was a very faithful faster and she died young. Okay. As a general rule, what we know is that people who follow what the Lord asks us to do, that he gives gifts in the midst of those. So, Lord Jesus, I thank you for the gifts. I thank you that when we walk with you, that you walk with us. Lord, I thank you that we can't outgive you. So, even though we might think, oh, here we are so faithfully denying ourselves of our favorite treats in order to pray better or more intensively to to just press into you. Lord, that what you say is, thank you. I'm going to bless you. I'm going to bless your thoughts. I'm going to bless your physical body. I'm going to bless your soul that you may prosper and be in good health even as your soul prospers. Jesus, thank you that you're not the God of or, but that you're the God of and. Thank you that you walk with us. Oh, Jesus, we give you praise. We love you. Amen.